and it is really very simple you know we keep to the simplicity of the word that's where the power of the gospel is and our message yep. is very simple and you know you know paul said you know i'm not ashamed of the gospel of christ the good news concerning christ for it is the power of god unto wholeness you know and our message is you know that we preach jesus christ and what he done what he accomplished and that they can be reconciled back to god that they turn around from the direction they're moving and they begin to move with god you know they receive jesus as lord they make him as lord they confess him as lord and then as they receive the word with joy then you know they can grow in their walk and development with god and we know that faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of god and the words from god and i was reading the scriptures today as my habit is daily and uh there was one first that really stood out to me which god kind of enlightened me and god is the one that will enlighten us when we are really hungry and first him for truth you know that's the key to receiving from god also is like to be hungry and we know that jesus said that if you hunger and you first after righteousness you shall absolutely be filled you know god will give to the hungry heart the one that's humble and desiring the things that they need to live daily weekly monthly and it's not just one area of the scriptures but it's the whole counsel of god and as we grow in our walk and, and as we continue to hunger then god will reveal different areas for us to grow in and then as we're intentional to apply that i mean the way that we put the word that we're receiving if it's if it's the words from god if it's the true word is that we put it to the test we apply it in our life that we get intentional you know i was up in oxford on saturday and i was sharing about being intentional you know i prepared my mind for tonight to receive the words coming from you whether you was uh, inspired by god or whether you was reading the scriptures or you was inspired to open the scriptures i was ready to receive the word with joy and that's the key you know because sometimes we can get on and because there's so many different doctrines and different things going around in the world today we know we can guard our heart but we might be overdoing it you know in the sense of well you know i'm going to be suspicious of what's being said but we got the scripture so we can everything that god will show us by the spirit or or through someone's teaching we can go to the scriptures and we can see for ourselves. and this is the record that really kind of uh, this little first scripture in colossians 1 9 really blessed me and it says for this cause paul was writing to the church at Colossae. for this cause we also since the day we heard of it their faith do not cease to pray for you and to desire that you might be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding and the spiritual understanding is that enlightenment from god where we see the truth and it runs together with the knowledge okay so anybody that is speaking by inspiration of god when they're sharing it will run in line with the knowledge and i looked up the word um understanding and it says a running together a flowing together with knowledge so the spiritual understanding that god may enlighten someone's heart and they're sharing something we think well i'm not too sure about that i wasn't taught that way if someone is speaking by god and god is putting words in their spirit 
and they're speaking by the Spirit of God, then it will run in line with the knowledge of his will in wisdom. And it was just really powerful, and that just really blessed my heart today very powerfully. And uh, sometimes we're too quick to, to dismiss what uh, some people are saying and what God is revealing. And, you know, our heart as ministers for the Lord Jesus Christ is to minister to the needs of the people. And so there's many needs, you know, there's physical needs, there's emotional needs, there's direction needs, there's financial needs. A lot of these areas are very much highlighted in a lot of believers I know today who have been in the world for many, many years. And the way that, you know, we uh, help those people is to teach those things concerning those areas. And if that, if people get intentional in those areas and apply God's wisdom in the physical realm, like the things that they can do, then they will manifest and receive what God says they will have and manifest and receive if they do these certain things. You know, some people may not like what we are sharing and uh, because it's like sticking to them. It is like if we're sticking a finger in a wound. Because if they're hurt in an area and you're sharing what they need to do in that area and they may not want to do that, it'd be like sticking a finger into a wound that isn't healed in that area of their life. So, for an example, in the area of finances, it's a big area. And some people think, oh, well, he's on about money, so he must be after the money. But if it's an area of need, and you see that need, and you know what the scriptures say in God's wisdom concerning that, and what application needs to be done to turn that situation around, then you you need to minister to that need. So ministers that really teach and preach are always in line to be shot at, (laughs) especially if they're speaking the truth. And I realize when you're speaking the truth no there will be people that will get offended by what you say but we got to be bigger than that because if we're walking in the love of god and we see what that person needs to do then we have to be bold and loving and kind to minister to that need and and not back down from that and you know because the heart is that we want to see people move ahead we want to see people improve like when i started off we were in in total dire need me and kim before we took power for abundant living that class which changed our life like you said it was a great class but you know god has revealed more since then and opened up more things things have been built upon god is given great understanding you know and it's not just the same old thing week in week out but we got the basis of that but the spiritual understanding of these things have grown you know god's word you know we is, is to know the length the depth the breadth and the height so god has really been showing me and teaching me many things um on a weekly and daily basis i'm much here by myself uh, i've been blessed the last few weeks with kim being at home because of a knee are you sure that's a blessing it is a blessing yeah <laughs> it is a blessing because you know we spent some quality time together you know going through scriptures that we know uh getting the understanding and and sharing our hearts and god is really teaching many things you know about being humble being meek being intentional to imply what we can apply from what we're learning and hearing i was teaching up in oxford about make write the vision make it plain that he that readeth may run to do it and that inspired me to get a journal to write daily down the things i'm desiring the things that i've done i can look back on that and be inspired 
God inspired me to write my desires and my goals down. And uh, when I first began, I didn't even know what to write. And I just prayed to God and I said, Father, I know that the desires I have is what you've put in my heart. And I began to write and I ended up with seven A4 pages of desires. I put the God at the top. I put Habakkuk 2.2 and Matthew 7.7. You know, asking you shall receive, seeking you shall find, knocking the door shall be open unto you. And then I've put the date that I wrote that desire down. And now I can look back, you know, if the Lord hasn't returned, you know, by the end of next of end of this year, I can look back and see, okay, have these desires been met? Have I progressed? You know, because like when we go to God, when we pray, we're we're expecting something to happen. But why are we praying? Are we just praying to ease our conscience or mind or heart? You know, I go to God with the expectation that He's going to meet that need. And I heard a story. There was this young boy fishing, and there was an older man also fishing, and he was watching the young boy. And this young boy, he was catching big fish and throwing the big fish back into the into the river. And then all the little fish he was putting into his bucket. So this man was, like, very curious. Why is he doing that? He should be keeping the big fish and chucking the little fish back. So the old man went over to the young man and started to chat to him, and he said, can I ask you, why are you chucking the big fish back and keeping the little fish? It should be the other way around. And the young man said, well, I've only got a seven-inch fryer, right? <laughs> so he was chucking these beautiful fish away and keeping all these little ones, you know. <laughs> seven-inch So fryer. the old man said, why didn't you chuck your seven-inch fryer away and get a bigger one? You know, God wants us to have a great expectation and desire. And, you know, when we ask God, ask big. God doesn't just want you to ask small. He wants you to ask big. And the scripture that I will back that up with is in Ephesians 3.20, where it says, Now unto him, God, that is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we ask or think or imagine. Remember, I've been talking about the imagination. The teachings that we've done last year on the mindset... I put up on the website, if you go to the website menu, it'd be Mindset Teachings 2019. I selected about 50 teachings that we've done over the year. I encourage you to re-listen to them, especially on the imagination, what you're thinking in your heart. You know, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. You know, these things are just really important. But the simplicity of the word, living in our heart, you know, being proactive, not procrastinating which we're you know we're wondering what to do day by day you know you can go to the highest you can go to the top of mount everest spiritually if you want to if you desire to but you got to be you got to know what you want you got to have a definite aim a definite goal a definite desire you know and god is very definite in everything that he does you know his word pertains unto life and godliness There's nothing that isn't covered, that, you know, God has covered everything. There's nothing in our life that God hasn't covered for us. And if we seek him with all our heart, he will guide us to scripture. He will open up scriptures and the truth of those scriptures and the spiritual enlightenment that we need so that we can see clearly where to go. And I was very blessed with uh, my son, Danny and my daughter-in-law, Amber. Now, Danny, for the last couple of years, he needed a work van, but they just didn't have it. They just didn't have the money to get one. 
and uh, it just he, he would be taking Amber's car, and then Amber need her car to go to work, and she's also a caregiver, so and she's a manager, so she needs her car. So Danny would come up and take Hal's, or I would take him into work, and it was a real inconvenience for us, and obviously an inconvenience for him because he's got to move his, all his tools around. He's a tiler by trade now, and he's a fantastic tiler, and uh, God blessed him with all those things. So. This year, at the end of the year, they had the the accountant come in, and the guy said, well, look, if you can get the van, you can claim it back on your tax. So you have to pay out for it initially, but you can claim it back in tax. So they started to plan, and my son, Danny, he he put in for a loan in the bank. He, he already received a loan, which he paid back, and they turned him down. And he was, like, devastated, you know. He thought, well, why, you know? But they changed their point systems, how they do things. So anyway, with that, that didn't stop them. So Amber said, Danny, go and put the deposit down on that fan that you want. <coughs> the fan was is like a 2011, and it's like brand new. Sat-nav. It's sat-nav, everything in there that he needs, a nice deadlock on the back of the door to keep roof his tools safe, the roof rack, everything. It's put, it looks brand new. And um, I'll put a picture on, the, on here, up, up in the Skype afterwards, so you can see what he got. And so Danny said, what do you mean go and put a deposit down? Like, you know, we, we've just been turned down. She said, go and put the deposit down. See, and, I, and it was a great lesson because God had been teaching me stuff. So when she'd done that, she proved what God had been teaching me to me. And I got so blessed by this. And so what happened, um, they applied to another loan company where the repayments were a lot lower than what the bank payments were. And they got the loan, and then so Danny has now got his fan. But see, what we do, we, you know, we, can you remember, we got taught about needs and wants being parallel. We, we learned that many years ago. So if you take your goal, draw a piece of paper and put your goal right at the top. And at the bottom, put your needs and your desires, right? So you know what you want, you know where your goal is, and then what we do is we say, well, I'll do that when the money comes in. Or I do that when this comes in. But what you do do is you set your goal, you've got your need, and don't let money be the thing. If it it means that you need to uh, use money to get what you're desiring, don't let that be the thing. You go after it. When you put that down, God opens the doors for it to become available to you. So we don't focus on the money. If we want a, a beautiful holiday or there's something that you need, you've got your goal up there and you've got your desire down here. And then we think, yep, yeah, now I've got my goal or I can't do that. Okay, when I get the money or when this co- No. Just make the d- decision of what you want, set your goal, and then move towards it. God will just open up doors for you, for you to get what you desire. And, you know, when we understand that God is the source of our supply, we may have jobs, we may have pension plans, or we may have money saved up, but that is not the source of your supply. God is the source of your supply. And when we recognize that, then, it, then the doors are open to really receive the things that God wants us to have to be blessed and also to be a blessing. So like in Psalms, you know, Psalms 23, first one, it says, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. 
He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul and he guides my path in righteousness for his namesake. Yea, though I may walk through the valley of the shadow of death, problems come up, situations, I shall fear no evil, for thou, God, is with me. Thou preparest a table for me in the presence of my enemy. My cup runneth over. See, even when you're going through those challenging times, even when you've got people against you, your cup will be running over. So he prepares a table for us in the presence of our enemies. Our cup runneth over. You know, and surely goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our life. Why? Because we recognize God is the source of our supply. We're trusting him with all our hearts. We're leaning not unto our own understanding, but in all our ways we're acknowledging him. You know, I've been really blessed lately. God has been opening up so many different things to me, and it's also been a great blessing that the teachings that we put out, I've had so many people reply, especially to the one I've done in Oxford at the Oxford Fellowship Sharing. And uh, and then also in the area of financial stewardship, God was showing me many things before I come across that Andrew Womack teaching, which I sent out to you, the audio file and the book. And it just opened up a lot of things that I've already been taught, but I didn't see. So God is able to open up our spiritual eyes, like Anna was talking about. See, it's our spiritual eyes. It's not our carnal knowledge or even our basic knowledge of the scriptures but God is the one that opens up the scriptures God is the one that gives us that spiritual understanding which will run alongside with the knowledge anything that God is given by that spirit will run alongside the knowledge and the understanding and the wisdom of, of what the scriptures are saying so you know we cannot fail when you know what God gives to us is the power to get wealth and that comes it says in Ecclesiastes that uh, to a good man God gives wisdom and knowledge with joy so God gives us his wisdom and his knowledge with joy and he gives it to us with joy when we receive it with joy can you see to the sinner he gives travail which is hard labor and so the unbelievers they work by the sweat of their brow Whereas God intends us to enjoy this life, that our life isn't consumed with the pressures and the pleasures of this world, but that we're trusting God to be the source of our supply spiritually, mentally, physically, financially, emotionally, in our relationships. And God really wants to be first. And when we really put him first and trust him, then he can do anything for us in fact you know when we delight ourselves it says in psalms he gives us the desires of our hearts he wants us to be blessed god delights in the prosperity of his servants now we're sons and daughters but in service we are losses. we're servants you know no weapon that is fashioned against you is going to prosper and every tongue that rise up against you in judgment you shall condemn for this is inheritance of the what the servants of the lord you know, so like in service, God is taking care. God will not leave you or forsake you. Jesus Christ will never leave you or forsake you. We are on the winning team and we have to see ourselves as winners. We have to see ourselves as overcomers and victorious. We see ourselves prosperous. We see ourselves understanding God's heart and will to us. You know, because we've invested in us 
he's invested in us by giving us Holy Spirit so that we can understand these wonderful truths <clears throat> and we know that on the day of Pentecost you know there were thousands of people there Peter stood up and you know when they heard speaking in tongues they wondered what it was we all know the record right and Peter stood up and he could have quoted any type of scripture from the Old Testament but he knew exactly the right scripture to hold forth because God by the Spirit was showing him God was working in him and the reason why I bring up Acts chapter 2 because I want to read from verse 41 because it's absolutely wonderful it says in uh, verse 41 then they that gladly received his word and that word gladly also can mean joy so that so they that with joy received his word were baptized in the same day they were added unto them about 3,000 souls. Listen, some people might not like how I teach or share things, so they may not receive my word with joy. So they're they're not going to receive the truths and the spiritual truths that are being spoken forth. Now, I'm just using that as an example. You know what I mean? So it really, we need to, if we're hearing something, don't say, well, I know that already. Because there might be something God's trying to remind you and encourage you in. So we really, you know, have to be humble when we receive the word. Okay, we, we receive it with meekness. We receive the word with joy. We take it to the heart. The reason why we're receiving it with joy, because they're words of life that are going to help us in our situations, in the area of our need. And so what is the area of your need? In the area of, if, it, if it's your healing, you know, we can do the same works that Jesus Christ done and greater. We can heal the sick. We can raise the dead. We can cleanse the leper. We have authority. We've been delivered from the authorities of darkness. And whatever damage they may cause to a believer, we can repair it with the authority of God's word living in us, coming through our lips of believing. We need to use that authority. You know, Kim's leg is restoring wonderfully now. And, you know, she ministers to that leg, you know, and she's, she might limp, but she says, I'm healed by his stripes. The confession of our mouth, you know, let the words of our mouth and the meditation of our heart be acceptable in the sight of God. What do we think about? <clears throat> what is your dominant thought through the day? What are you, what is the main things that come to you? And don't forget your, your mind, your thoughts affect your emotions and so it can affect how you decide things, how you speak about things, how you react to things. So we really can control our thinking. You know, it says in Second Corinthians 10.5 that we're to cast down imaginations and every high thing that is sort of itself against the knowledge of God and we're to bring into captivity every thought to the beings of Christ. You know, we're believers. We've got the Spirit of God living us. We're not to uh, like unbelievers. We don't want to react like unbelievers. Romans 12.2 says, Be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. If you want to know what someone is teaching is right, then you've got the scriptures, you've got the Spirit of God to show you, and the big test is put it to the test. Put the Word of God to the test. Be ye doers of the Word, and not hearers only. So in other words, apply the things that you need to apply if you want to get godly results. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Like, if we don't pray, 
then we're not going to get answers to prayer. If we don't ask, we're not going to receive. Even Jesus says, you know, you don't receive because you haven't asked. But when you do ask, you know, in my name, my, you know, my father's going to be glorified. God wants us to glorify him. He loves it when we go to him. You know, I can remember a little picture that someone drew, uh, I think it was Taylor Overby, of a young girl jumping on her granddad or her dad's lap and reaching into the cookie jar. You know, and, you know, go and sit on daddy's lap, our heavenly father's lap. Get into his presence and ask, you know, and but get into a relationship. Love him for what he's done for you. Be thankful for what he's done for you. And, you know, the time that we spend with God in, in prayer, in meditation, in being thankful, then that time we spend in fellowship with God will reflect in our fellowship with others. You'll know if someone's been in, this, in the Word of God. You'll know if someone is meditating upon the Scriptures by what comes out of their mouth and what's being manifested in their life. You know, we, we've got peace because we've got the Prince of Peace living in us. And it's just getting those things into perspective, you know, and having things in balance. And God gives you the balance on those things. You know, we're to be led by the Spirit of God, it says in Romans 14. We're to walk in the Spirit of God, it says in Galatians. We're to live in the Spirit of God. Paul, like I mentioned when I was up in Oxford, all through the church epistles, Paul was teaching the people to live in the Spirit of God, to be led by the Spirit of God, to speak by the Spirit of God. And, you know, God is working in you. That doesn't mean to say you don't, you don't need to read the Scriptures. I do. I love reading the Scriptures. It blesses me. It builds me up. People say that, you know, read many books. Well, I, there's 66 books of the Bible. <laughs> well, I like to read those books. They're the ones that bless me. <laughs> and God is showing me things all the time because I desire it. So what's your desire? You know, like that young boy, you know, he, he, he only seen himself with a seven-inch frying pan. So that's where his expectation was. The older man come up to him with the wisdom of his years and said, why don't you chuck away the seven-inch frying pan and get yourself a bigger one? <laughs> so that's what we need to do. We need to chuck away our limited frying pan, spiritually speaking, and get a bigger frying pan. You know, and remember, God is the source of your supply. He's going to take care of you. You are his child. He loves you. And it doesn't matter, you know, what other people think about you or say about you. Because, you know, if you base your walk upon what other people think about you, then you're not in relationship with God in a solid way. You know, we're to know who we are in Christ, right? And, you know, I know that I am blood bought that I have a direct connection to my Heavenly Father. I know that I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I am righteous, I am justified, I am sanctified, I am redeemed. I have the ministry of reconciliation. I, I, I have the rights to healing. I have the rights to abundance. I have the rights to spiritual understanding because I am an heir of God and a joint heir with Jesus Christ. You know, I'm not being conformed to this world. I'm being conformed to what my father says about me. There's therefore now no condemnation to me because I'm in Christ Jesus. And I know that the law of the spirit of the life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law and sin and death. You know, know who you are and then think that way and you will be that way, you know, and be proactive, be intentional, set your goals. We still, you're still at the beginning of the year. What do you want to see happen by the end of the year? Don't let money 
or circumstances stop you planning and putting your goals out before God and then as you put your goal before God it may it, you, it may require finances or it may require a change in in, in geor, geographical location right it may it may require those things and you don't know how it's going to be done but make the plan be decisive make a committed decision on everything that you're going to do if you are committed to your decision god will make a way where there seems no way he will show you the way in the wilderness and he will make rivers to run in your desert because our god is faithful and i'm so confident in my heavenly father i'm confident in his ability in me i'm talking about me so you might hear about i i i but this is my testimony is my walk with god which i'm sharing with you and how he's enlightened me so don't be afraid to share with other people what god is doing in your life share your testimonies with other people it builds faith you know some people say well you always got about what god's done for you here and what god's done for you there they say you're boasting but you know what we are we're boasting in our god and what he can do for me as for me and my house we will serve the lord that's the type of mindset and um you know god has got great things planned for your year but get committed in the areas you need to be committed and you know maybe just resort yourself make some decisions make some commitments with god write your desires down write your goals down and watch them come to pass watch how big your god is <laughs> so this is what was in my heart to share and uh, i love you guys and i'm so thankful that i can share and uh you know and i do love the sound of my own voice because it's god's word coming out of it <laughs> people you know people say oh you love the sound of your own voice i said yeah because god's word's coming out of my voice and because i love god and like cindy she's known me from when i was yellow behind the ears and still learning she can see my growth you know you guys can see my growth that have known me and i can see your growth and you know we are on a journey with god and that journey with god is a successful journey and our confession needs to be this way even if everything is is not happening the way you want to see it we say what god says we are not circumstance controlled say what you want not what you see mark eleven twenty two to 24 have a read for yourself and and just remember that god is with you he loves you he's a wonderful father he's not condemning you he's not judging you he's not comparing you to any other believer but all of us can be led by god all of us should be led by god you know and then god will connect you up where you're going to grow and flourish and be helped so that's what i want to share god bless your wonderful heart